welcome back to the Gavut Pod. Today I'm joined by a special guest all the way in Japan,、hey. Natasha. Hi. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna refer to you as Chacha, by the way. Yeah, it's fine. Chacha works too. I mean, I think everyone、okay. calls me Cha by now. So Chacha is a friend that I met in high school. We went to different elementary schools and middle schools, but then we met in high school. She's a year below me, so I got to like. Quote unquote, bully her during、yes. her first week、It、in was school. It was horrible and during, scary. During initiation, <laughs> she was one of the scarier seniors. That's not true. I remember we had like a haunted house sort of situation where like we made all the newcomers walk in this like scary. Well, they had to like wander the school at night, and all the seniors would dress up as ghosts. And、yeah. I was the one who was downstairs, like waiting with you guys、oh, because I was too scared to scare people. Really? No, because I was definitely like somebody tried to scare me. Like the new newbies were scaring me because I'm such a chicken baby. Was it you and Tanya, the one that was like waiting downstairs with all of us? No way, Tanya would never give up the chance to like、really? dress up as a ghost. Like I remember, I was like she one of the first groups、stuff. to enter. That's the thing. Oh, oh, I was the first group to enter. It was so stressful. That's why you weren't chilling with me. I was、She's、chilling like, with everybody else. There were like um people wearing what's it called like goat goat face mask thing. Goat. Oh yeah. And oh, a wore, horse.、Uh, yeah. Horse. Oh, it was so weird. Classic. So、He wore like one of those horse rubber masks that look. It kind of looks. It reminds me of like a character from American Horror Story. I don't know if it's a legit. It reminds、character. me of BoJack Horseman. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does, but like American <laughs> Horror Story edition. Yeah, true, true, true. Wait, so Cha, introduce yourself. What are you studying? Where are you in Japan? Um, as can I just call you Chibi? Because that's what I always call.、Yes. Yes, you, you. And it's short for Titi Gibby, was it? Nobody else has permission to call me that, but the seniority in Indo is like pretty real. So anybody like even a couple months older than you, typically you would call、yeah. them like big sister or big brother. But we we stepped away from that life, you know. Now that I'm back in Indo, though, it's kind of weird because I do yeah, have to call people、right? like even me in Japan. We don't call each other that unless it's like to my older sister. Yeah, meant to use just like a yeah, nickname. Yeah, yeah. So, eh. So basically, as Chibi has said, we've met. We met in high school. I was a year younger than、mm-hmm. her. She left way too early.、Aww. It was so sad when everyone left. And basically, I'm studying law and political science in Japan, which is kind of weird as an Indonesian student to be studying law abroad.、Mm-hmm, but I really、mm-hmm. wanted to study abroad, and I really do not trust, kind of in quote like in quote trust the academic system in Indonesia. Kind of、yeah. just like you kind of have to know people if you want to be a successful lawyer or whether it's doctor or anything in Indonesia. And I didn't really want to be a part of that.、Mm-hmm. And also, um. If you think about it, like going to university in Indonesia is kind of stressful in itself because I particularly do not agree with their what's it called? What do we call it? Mabas, I think, like their student orientation program. I do、oh, not agree with that、yeah. at all. Like the process of getting into the university yeah, yeah. in itself is very stressful. So I was like, is it's it was either Japan or Indonesia for me because I was not interested in the U.S. at all. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to the U.S. I think no, was, yeah, you're right. The the orientation program for like colleges in Indo, 
I think is a lot better now, but I remember back in the day, my dad was telling me I think he had to go bald. Like, that no. was one of the things that had to no, shave their that, heads. <laughs> I think for that, like, it's a brotherhood thing, if I'm not wrong. Like, I know Kamisio still does that. Sese. Mm, yeah. They still do that until now. Although it's technically And that's a Catholic school, so. It's a Catholic school, that. yeah. Yeah. But even right now, like, I see my friends, like, especially now, it's like new coming students are coming in and they're what third year now so they have to give the student orientation and they're like right. no this is the way that we have to teach them to respect us is through bullying and i'm like that's no. so sad that they think that yeah some some of my friends genuinely do think that like they're like kalau lu enggak bikin mereka nunduk lu sekarang pasti sampai depannya enggak bakal nunduk gitu that's really sad that they think like the only value that they have for people to respect them is like the fact that they're older i feel like that's so yeah exactly it's yeah it's very stupid that's why i don't mm-hmm. i don't i don't really like the seniority in indonesia yeah. although granted japan also have kind of like this seniority based uh society mm-hmm. as well especially if you work you kind of feel it but it's not as bad as Indonesia. They won't bully you in student orientation programs. Yeah, I mean, especially who in the international program. So it's like mm-hmm. the treatment of such seniority will be less unless you're in Japanese yeah. street, which I still completely agree that it's particularly stupid to like bully mm-hmm. your juniors for respect. <laughs> I think. It I mean, I guess its own. to be fair, like in the U.S., there's always the rushing process to get into like fraternities and sororities but that's like a whole different ballgame yes, that we don't have to world. get into yeah i guess like what made you decide to choose law and political science if you're all the way in japan that's do you true. see yourself practicing there uh no i don't see myself practicing in japan at all actually the thing mm. is um i mean basically backstory like in high school we had this uh competition i think you know like i went with kara and erica it's called world you know world world scholars club i think your brother joined west yeah my brother did it but they they only started like the year after i graduated which is like honestly kind of sad but yeah. glad you guys enjoyed it and like i did world scholars club where i first learned about social studies because in indo as like an ipa student you don't really learn anything and then we started studying about security issues for social studies. So it was more on mm. uh, civic wars yeah, in nations, whether it's um, major countries. Now I'm talking like a politics student. Whether it's like major countries fighting each other or it could be like proxy wars in countries or between states. Um, those were the topics that we were studying about for world scholars club and since i was in charge of social studies i had to read everything and summarize everything and because of that i started becoming more and more and more interested in the idea of politics because that is literally what you learn as a politics student Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and law was more because something it was something that i have been interested in since middle school i think but okay i hated pkm i hated civics class so much I guess it's particularly because it's in Indonesian and I didn't understand it. That's why I hated it. But I have always been up to date in like international issues, whether it's feminist rights in the Middle East, for example, or um, some religious execution in some other country. Like I've always been up to date regarding to 
those issues since middle school. And I mm-hmm. became more aware of it because of World Scholars Club. Because yeah. turns out there is more than what you know in the newspapers right now. Especially like... Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah, who would have <laughs> thought? So because of that, like I started thinking how maybe law is a good idea. But at the same time, yeah. I also love kids. And I just wanted to become like a pediatrician. Like that was like Aww. my first goal. Like since I was younger, yeah, I always I remember, wanted to be a Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you were into bio. I was so yeah. into bio, but um, due to so- certain reasons, like medical schools in Indo is mm-hmm. either you go to a public university or you go to private, right? That was the only two yeah. options you have. And private universities are freaking expensive. It's like uh... five, six times, uh, even more, I think, than a national, like a public university. Like OE. That's absurd. And yeah. to enter OE is freaking hard. It's right. so hard. And I didn't study for the... um exam the exam to yeah. enter like national universities and on top of that i believe there was still some sort of math and like my mom didn't really agree for me to go study science again because i am not mm-hmm. that good in math it's true i hate math i'm okay with bio i'm really good with bio mm-hmm. like since high school yeah mm-hmm. but math is something that i cannot survive with at math all math is you- a beast i i don't get math i don't get it it's just it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to me yeah so my only other option really was law. I don't know. I guess it, it has also been a dream of my mom for me to go for law. Oh, cool. So I was slightly pushed by her to take law. So here I am studying law in Japan. But like why Japan in particular? I have like all sorts of reasons for that. I mean, the food is amazing. Come on. You got oh to eat my god, day. I'm so jealous. But I guess also your sister was in Japan. So you got a pretty good look at what it's... Yeah, my sister is in Japan. But her first choice is actually U.S., but it was too far, right? And Japan was... I don't know. It's nice because it's close. I feel like as an undergrad, I don't feel it's necessary for me to go all the way to the U.S. to get an education where you can get... I mean, the U.S. is on I mean. fire. Literally, figuratively, everything in between. Crazy. <laughs> I think Japan was a good choice. Yeah, so I was like, Japan yeah. it is. I don't know. Japan is really nice. Like You can travel here and there. You can work. Yeah, work that's really lot. cool. And you have, I think you have more scholarship opportunities mm-hmm. as, especially since we are from Southeast Asia, we are from yeah. Indonesia. They have more scholarship opportunities for s- students from developing countries. So for me, it's really good because you get to apply every mm-hmm. year. So if you're done with one scholarship, you get another. And the scholarship is not just like, there are some who covers your tuition exam, like your yeah. tuition fee. And there are some that actually give you, like, monthly pocket money for you to pay your rent and everything. But yeah, you get money every month. What do you need to apply for those scholarships? Is it, like, maintaining a certain grade? Uh, you just have to have a good grade. You have to apply in Japanese, so you have to understand Japanese. Oh, interesting. You have to be able to write essays in Japanese and communicate in Japanese. That's really so, And that was, like, another reason. I got to learn another language, so why not, right? Like, I have a different view when it comes to languages. Uh-huh. It's like, I want to learn more, so I will know if oh, anyone man. talks shit about me. It would be like, I mean, so cool, that's like, true. Hey, I understand your language, I feel like bro. Japanese people wouldn't do that, though. They seem too polite. I know, but it's just cool, though. Like, when did you start learning? I started learning in first year, so as soon as I come. Oh, so not before you went to Japan? Nope. Oh, my I God. I did not know a single bit of Japanese before flying to Japan.
I've been in an international school since in elementary school. So I started in BBS. Mm-hmm. Same. And then Penabur, which is our high school, right? right? BBS, mm-hmm. we barely touched on anything related to Indonesia. That's why I would say, like, okay. for me, as an Indonesian, my Bahasa Indonesia is really bad. Like, I I'm feel very, that. <laughs> I'm very upset that it's bad. I can hold my own, yeah. like, conversation in Bahasa Indonesia, but I feel like I can express myself better in English simply mm-hmm. because I... In elementary school, we only had like 30 minutes in one week for Bahasa Indonesia class. So that's oh, really sad. 30 minutes, yeah. That's really short. And like, I was in like third class. So we were ranked as like, as soon as you reached, I think, primary three, you're ranked based on like your grades. And I was in third class. Uh-huh. So third okay. class is like the ones that are like the naughtier ones. So we oh. barely bring our books. <laughs> we barely bring our books. We're always causing trouble. So it's like 15 oh. minutes is being cut just That's for her so scolding funny. us. So I was like, in the A class because I was a fucking nerd, like through and through. I was never in the A class. No, like my sister was in the A class and she got pissed at me. She was like, how oh. can you be in the third class? Seriously, I thought at oh least you would be second, but now you're in the third. And I'm like, hey, yeah. But it's a fun <laughs> story to tell now, actually. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. And so like when I moved to middle school in Yunus, it's still mm-hmm. Cambridge, it's still a Cambridge program. So it's still yep. English based, but we do have more Indonesian classes. We have like I think twice a week and it's like two periods, so it's like an hour 30. Did you do the national examinations in BBS? Yes, I did. It was stressful. Okay. I don't know how I passed. Oh. <laughs> I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. And then like especially Bahasa Indonesia it's really hard because it's like oh everybody scored so badly in the Bahasa section yeah specifically. it's like Pantun Puisi <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I cannot that's definitely a theme that I feel like has carried out in my life like this podcast I think ooh cue the motorcycle outside <laughs> this podcast I think like especially when I chat with friends from high school like, I think being bilingual and, like, struggling to express ourselves in Indonesian is definitely a theme that we will discuss. And, like, I think a lot of us relate to. It's so weird being this, like, third culture kid, I think is what you call it, where yeah. we're, like, kind of, like, Chinese by ethnicity, but we are Indonesian by nationality. And I think I'm pretty sure I do have some Indonesian blood, but it's, like, lost somewhere in the mix yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I think I do too, but it's, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and we barely can speak the language. Right, and then we go to university, like, in another country completely. But that's the thing, though, like, I don't really feel like I, even if I am Indonesian, I don't feel like I have Mm -hmm. that strong of an attachment, I guess, to Indonesia. Like, I love Mm, their culture, I I love being in Indonesia, but I guess being as, being a law and political science student, you mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. get exposed to that aspect of Indonesia and that's where I yeah. primarily focus on. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I really do not agree with how it's going on in Indonesia right now. I don't like how yeah. it is. Like, the corruption is crazy. Like Of course. There's of no course. specific law or anything for corruption. I'm pretty sure there is, but it's not emphasized. Mm-hmm. Right? There it's has not to working, be some sort least. of law. Yeah. It's not working in Indonesia. And mm-hmm. I don't like how um i think there's so much i think like the discrimination for example it doesn't have to be by race it could be like simply like language like we speak more english and if you don't speak like indonesian that much you get like like 
Bule amat sih lu. See, it's funny because dihujat is an Indo word that I can't think of the I English translation to. I cannot explain that in English. It's like you get bashed, like maybe like criticized. Really? Yeah, but like specifically in a way that's like, oh my god, I don't even know. It's just such a specific way of like criticizing or like being upset at someone, like bashing them, like you said, but in a way that's kind of like degrading judgmental and like almost superficial ish a bit yeah especially because mm-hmm. i don't know like as an indonesian like you should have this i mean a lot of indonesian have that strong nationalism feeling yeah. even if you're like mm-hmm. living abroad and the fact yeah. that you cannot speak the language is already a shame it's like shame on you yeah girl. shame on you because i remember in middle school Like people were like not bule banget sih lu not. I lived with that and I cannot explain. Like some people they genuinely live abroad and I'm like an Indian. Like I think when I was younger, like I used to be called bule. Bule, by the way, means like foreigner for yeah. my English speaking people. Um, I think I used to be like quite proud of it. Actually, I used to get sent to detention for it. So like my school in elementary school was also like an international school mm-hmm. and they would send kids to detention for speaking indonesian during like english same. speaking classes same, but same. i would get sent to detention for speaking english in like indonesian classes but during detention they would make us write in english and read english books so i'm like how is this helping me in any way shape or form exactly same for me actually in bbs we have like this english card thing So um, if teachers catch you speaking Indonesian, your stamp will be removed. Oh, you don't yeah, want that. Sad. I don't want that. So you kind of have to speak English. We need all the stamps. The It's really sad because yeah. like you're supposed to accumulate points through these stamps, and if you accumulate a certain amount, I think you get a prize from someone. But I'm like again, I'm the lazier kid, so I I lose it a lot. I have to start <laughs> over multiple times, but at the same time, once yeah. I gather, like for example, five points, I do not want one point to be removed, right? Because of, of speaking course, English. yeah. So that kind of pushed me forward to speak more English as well, which kind of sucks because again, it's hard to speak in Indonesian now. Like in the future, it's kind of hard. Especially And it's getting so much worse too yeah. for kids who are younger. Um, I was just talking to my aunt and my cousins. My cousins are in elementary school right now. They're actually also in BBS, which is the school that you went to. Um, and they just like straight up cannot speak Indonesian exactly. to save their lives. Yeah. And my aunt is like stressed about it. She's like, my kids like cannot speak the language. Like, I don't know because they're, I think she's thinking of moving them somewhere for um, secondary school. And I was telling her like, for me, I really enjoyed moving Um, to a different secondary school because it pushed me to like make new friends and I really yes. like the character building aspect of my new school and so I was like yeah like you should move them and specifically she was like yeah because like BBS is just my kids are not learning Indonesian at all and I guess because they're twins and they have a younger brother as well mm-hmm. among the three of them they only speak English to each other so then yeah. it's like even worse yeah That was exactly the same for me as and my sister. But for my sister, she moved to a national plus, a Catholic school, so she is more exposed to Bahasa Indonesia than I am, because I would I moved to a Cambridge school again. So I wish I could speak like you know those formal yeah. Indonesian that you use in businesses or especially because mm. I'm studying law again. Like the law language, we call it like 
bahasa hukum in Indonesian which mm-hmm. literally translate mm-hmm. to law language. Right. Um, it's completely different. It's a whole different field. Whereas yeah. if you're studying in English, the legal jargon is not that hard to understand. You can learn those. But in Indonesian, okay. like the formatting of the words in itself is completely different, is my opinion. That's why, like, I see. it's so hard to understand anything yeah. in Indonesia. Even like reading newspapers, sometimes it's so formal. It's like, mm-hmm. why? That's why, like, I usually resort to Instagram when I'm looking at news for Indonesia. Sometimes, yeah, because the language that they use tends to be like more slang and like more yeah, casual. Yeah, on a Jakarta Post because yeah. it's in English. Oh my god, I know, same. <laughs> I feel like it's such a cop-out. Whenever I have to write something in Indonesian and I struggle, I just write it fully in English and then, and then translate, translate it. Right? it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't well, use Google, Google Translator translate. for everything, but I do use it for like a couple words. For an amount. Yeah. For quite an amount. Do you think you'll do grad school? Oh, I'm definitely going to law school. That is for sure, because I cannot do anything with my degree. Me too, but I'm in denial. I'm telling myself that I can do something which, with a Bachelor of Arts in Architecture, whereas like in reality, I would need a Bachelor of Architecture. But yeah, I'm telling mm-hmm. myself, I can I can use a Bachelor of Arts. I'll roll with it. I don't need to go to grad I'll find a way. <laughs> yeah, we'll I was see. thinking that maybe I can work as a paralegal, but then again, I just want to get everything done. Ah, Meghan Markle in Suits, Did you watch that? Yeah, TV? I'm like, that's the thing though. I'm the type of person, if I start working, I will not go back to studying. I'd rather just finish everything than work. Because, I don't know. I know that, I know the comfort of earning your own money. That's true. Like, the satisfaction you get when you get like your pay mm-hmm. like that that day in the end of the month and you get your pay for that month. yeah you're like yes i got this amount <laughs> it's really nice and it's like very self-rewarding mm-hmm. that i'd rather do that over studying over and over mm-hmm. again if you understand yeah like i understand that education is important but i also think getting money is really nice <laughs> yeah like, getting money is also that's important why it's like if i yeah so it's like if I that's work, true. I know I will not go back. But do you It'll think you'll stay in Japan for grad school? No, I was thinking of Australia. Ah, okay. Australia or Canada or maybe Hong Kong, but Hong Kong is probably not the smartest idea. Language would right be now. pretty hard. Oh, that too. But but I don't know. I still have a year to go. I still have to write my thesis mm-hmm. and. Take a whole lot of lectures before I can reach there. Yeah, I'm just enjoying my time. But like, I don't know. I feel like wherever I study for law school, mm-hmm. that will be where I work for ah. like, the future. So you'll think you, do you see yourself like coming back to Indo when you're I older? I never planned on coming back. Mm. I do not intend on coming back. Okay. That's the thing, like, I don't know, like, since I was young, I've always known that I want to live abroad and I want to live that life abroad and have my job abroad mm-hmm. and then maybe come back for retirement. For retirement? Retire in Bali? I could definitely see you, like, old and I'm surfing. I'm going to do that. That's going to be me. I'll be, like, living in my own villa yeah. in Bali and, like, going to the beach. Be like, hey, what's up, guys? You'll open, like, a little, like, antique store with, like... Yeah, all import stuff. Or a little cafe. 
Yeah. Like staying there. Like, hey, come eat here. I will definitely visit you. That would be the life. Yeah. What about you? Do you want to stay in Indonesia? You're coming back to Indonesia, right? Yeah. So I, I definitely want to work abroad after I graduate, just because like the money is like unmatched. Like Indonesian wages are quite sad. I think especially for entry level, like when you graduate with an international degree, like. Um, I think it's very difficult to kind of like, uh, what's it called when you like, oh my god, it's like an accounting term, or you hit net balance or something. When you break even, that's the word I was looking for, oh. break even. Can you tell I'm a science kid and not a business kid? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's like very difficult to break even with like Indonesian wages. So I definitely want to get that experience overseas, but I do see myself... Mm-hmm. coming back and working here um i'm a political science major also outside of architecture so yeah i mean i'd love to like get into politics but i don't see that happening for myself until like at least my 30s if not 40s so That's true. i do want to practice architecture like, first if possible yeah but i feel like entering politics in indonesia it's a bit hard oh especially, especially as a chinese indonesian especially as and a especially chinese a catholic you're catholic woman <laughs> yeah like exactly triple minority it's baby. gonna be very hard yeah absolutely yeah but you know our 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 girl grace natalie is out there representing and she's my she's the only person i know who's like a woman and christian and chinese but she's all the way at the top of the progressive party. So never know. Could be mean 10, yes. 20 years. We'll see. It's possible, yeah, always. Yeah. But I don't know. I've always had a slight pessimistic view when it comes to politics yeah, I don't in blame Indonesia. You. Mm-hmm, for sure. And especially if you're a double, minor- what, double minority like us. Mm-hmm. Actually, triple, triple for us. Because we're what? Hell triple yeah. minority for us. So it's... It's very hard to have that optimistic mm-hmm. view for us Chinese Indonesians to be, I don't know, a figure in the political world. Yeah, in for sure. And then you act the fact that like, I'm not even a hundred thousand percent fluent in Indonesian. It's like, who am I trying to fool? Exactly. Uh, no, but I also know that like holding a degree from overseas is also quite powerful and something that I think people appreciate. I mean, I don't know because I'm not I'm I'm on the other side of the the story obviously, but I don't know, like I think going to school in the US, like I can see how much easier life is over there and like it's small things, small differences that I just am constantly questioning like why isn't it like this in Indonesia? And like they're very very small things. It can be like why aren't there mailboxes on the side of the street in Indonesia so that we can post mail like That's a normal true. person? Like, we don't have to. No, we have to go all the way to the like post mail mailing centers, which like there's probably one of in every couple blocks as opposed to like little boxes that you can just like put your mail in, you know? And also, why is our really? mail system so bad? Like, why is, why is that a thing? Um, Actually, I've never thought of that. Yeah, I never thought about it either until like this moment. But I guess I've been like wrestling with that thought for a while. If I just said it <laughs> unannounced in a podcast, yeah, yeah, there is a lot of things in Indonesia mm-hmm. that 
is completely different. Also, here's a question. Like, Why don't we have a genius bar in Indonesia from Apple? Like, we have so many human beings in our country. And all we have is iBox. I'm only saying this because exactly. today I broke my laptop. And especially in Indonesia. <laughs> yeah. And Indonesia is a country where... People Everyone use MacBooks. Like, yeah, they crave to be up to date mm-hmm, in court. Mm-hmm. Like, they want the newest Apple. They want the newest MacBook. So why isn't there one in Indonesia? Why do you have an iBox which inflates the price by millions I, just for yeah, a single no. MacBook? It's crazy. Like, it's ridiculous. I think a lot of people are third culture kids, especially in, like, international university, international students in universities like us. Um... I think they tend to not be too, like, sentimental about their hometown. But for me, I am, though. But then at the same time, like, as I grow older, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more realistic of, like, I might want to help Indonesia, but, like, if Indonesia doesn't want my help because of my identity, then, like, who am I to, like, like what can I do if they won't accept my help? Exactly. Not that I will for sure be a hundred, like, super helpful, but, like, I want to try. You yes, know. that's true. We'll see, dude. Give me, I, I, I always say, like, give me, you know, 10, 15 years. We'll see what happens. Maybe, what about you in 10, 15 years? Where will you be? Living on a beach. Do you want to go into criminal or civil law? International. I want to work in the arbitration. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I feel like I'm the type of person who do not like plan everything out. I can't yeah. say like, oh, I will do this in the next five years. Mm-hmm. I aim to do this, this, and this because I'm also because COVID, dude. COVID like crushed everybody's plans. Exactly, and I feel like. It's too much pressure. Like, for example, mm-hmm. if I expect myself to be successful in five years, and if I do not reach that goal, I feel like that would be depressing. Like, not depressing, but it will crash, like, crash mm-hmm. and burn my entire self-esteem and mm-hmm. confidence mm-hmm. in myself. It's good to know yourself. Like, it's not healthy for your, like, mentality. Mm-hmm. And so I just usually, like, I have a general goal. Like, yep. I know I want to be successful, but I don't know when. I know I want to work in international courts, but in how, like, in how fast way? do I want to reach there? Like, when is not fixed. But I know, like, my end goal is to be, well, obviously to be successful as yeah. a lawyer working in an international court. And, like, being able to basically financially be financially independent obviously is my only goal but when it comes to when as soon as possible would be nice i would love (laughs) it to be tomorrow Mm -hmm. i think like the pandemic has like definitely taught people to slow down and just be happy with what we have and give it you know hand it over to the big man upstairs that was the end of episode three part one if you liked what you heard come and listen on to part two where me and tata will be talking more about the omnibus law indonesian law and politics in general and the migration of the indonesian capital catch you in the next one bye
Mm-hmm.